1: Good morning and welcome Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group and welcome to Monday. The rally in gold and silver continues. Patriot Patriot Trading Group, Patriot Radio News, our allamericangold.com is our website. Of course, I'm always joined with my partner in crime Jason Walker uh who runs our office in Colorado, but it is Monday which means uh my son Joey's joining us uh from Northwestern Mutual and, and we got lucky today. Uh he had texted me and said, "Hey dad, I can't make it. I am booked up." Uh, But he was able to reschedule to to spend a few moments with us. Joey, last week was a crazy week. Uh, Everybody uh, talking about, hey, when is inflation going to come to an end? We got a little bit of a lower print. Uh, The Fed says we're going to keep raising rates. Uh, We're starting to see some layoffs. But 2023 is shaping up to be another very interesting year. Uh, a, a lot of people, uh, including myself, think that uh, the Fed's going to break something in 2023. and it, It's going to be a, a, a bumpy ride.
2: Yeah, and, and indeed it is. It's going to be a bumpy ride, um, which, which is why I'm on the show today. Um, you know, I really just want to urge people That with all this stuff coming up, and and the Fed increasing rates, continuing to do that, and with the question of inflation carrying into 2023, what is that going to look like for people? And what does that mean for you if you're in the market right now with your 401ks or or different brokerage accounts you may have? And you know, I'm just urging people, you know, to pick up that phone and make a dial and at least talk to whatever advisors you have today. But if you don't have a relationship with them, or they're not reaching out to you. I'm more than happy to have a call with you and really give you an explanation of what what's going on right now in the market and then what we should be expecting and then deciding hey how are we invested in the market and how should we reallocate that if we should be reallocating like that right and there's a lot of unknowns coming up right now and I think it's best definitely in your best interest to start coming up with the game plan for 2023. And really, that starts today. You know, the longer we wait, the more we're locking in losses, the more we're exposing ourselves to unnecessary risk. You know, we need to have this conversation. But really, we need to take some action here, get things moving around, reallocate our portfolios so that we're set up uh, the best way defensively and offensively come the start of 2023.
1: Yeah and and uh just breaking news here Amazon announcing uh layoffs uh, believe it or not 10,000 uh layoffs coming out of Amazon that's 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 a shocker for sure but I you know this is what what I'm hearing you say and I know that uh, you know full disclosure right I'm one of Joey's clients uh, a bunch of people at the radio station uh are also clients of yours uh, a lot of the listeners If you have that same portfolio that you had in 2019, 2020, 2021, uh, 2022, that's going to be a big mistake coming into 2023.
2: It's going to indeed be a huge mistake. Listen, your portfolios in 2019 and 2020 and 2021, you were probably reaping some great rewards. You were getting some gains. You were making 10% of your money. Things were good. Things were looking great. However, when you're riding this roller coaster, you continue to be aggressive. After a couple of great years in the market, you expose yourself to a lot of risk. And today, a lot of people, they see their, their money down 20%, 30%. And the reason being is you weren't having conversations with your advisor or he wasn't having conversations with you regarding the market outlook for 2022. You know, the stock market rallied for COVID and people were super happy. Then inflation kicked in, the interest rates started rising, and now people are seeing their whole portfolios fall apart. And I'm talking to people who are down hundreds and thousands of dollars, right? And it really could have been saved with a couple of conversations with people who have an outlook on the market who are genuinely going to care about your assets. Listen, I'm not going to recommend we go super aggressive. Simply because I'm not in the business of trying to increase my assets under management. I'm in the business of protecting my clients' money and then growing wealth at the same time. Right? So there's a reason why we shouldn't have been very aggressive coming into this year of 2022.
1: Yeah, and as things change, like you said, you're going to reach out and say, listen, it's time to get aggressive again. Whenever that time comes, you're going to actually be reaching out. Uh, one of the things when, when uh, you and I talk, you're always amazed at, at how people uh, aren't more protective of the money they work so hard for and making excuses as to why it is uh, they don't have an advisor or why it is that it's okay that their advisor hasn't been in communication
2: with them. And at the end of the day, it just costs them money. Exactly, it's costing you a ton of money And I know it takes time Yes, it takes 30 minutes of your time An hour of your time To have the chat And then it takes 10 minutes of your time To find out what's in your 401k And get a statement over And I talk to people and they're like, Joe, I'm really busy running my own business I'm just focused on that Well, that's why we come in the picture Because we're going to be handling all that stuff You don't want to talk about You don't want to deal with You don't want to look at And by putting things off you're just creating unnecessary risk for yourself, and then you're going to wake up next year and be like, Joey, why is my account down 20% again? Well, the reason being is you didn't take action on anything. You decided to put it on the back burner, wanted to wait till after the election, and now you're down another 10%. You know, we need to get things done. We need to put them in place. You know, it doesn't cost a single dime to work with us. You know, you just got to make that call and have that tenacity to move forward and take some action.
1: We're going to be right back. Don't touch that dial. Patriot Radio News Hour. We're back here. Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason. Uh, we got my son Joey on the line. What do you do with the money that you don't buy gold and silver with? This is what this is all about. Listen, I've been through the process. Joey's right. It's going to take a little bit of time. Not a lot, but a little. And it sucks. Right? You got to get him some stuff and, and, and do that. But the best part is once you've done it, Joey's going to take it from there. He's going to call you when it's time to change. He's going to let you know uh, what to do. And 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 I think that's the biggest thing. I think for a lot of people, Joey, Joe, it's just the dread of, like you said, they just, we all make excuses as to why we can't do it or why we don't do it. But the biggest thing that that's changed from when Joey first started coming on, listen, Joey's been coming on for over a year. But what he's trying to tell everybody now is, hey, listen, I know this was already a tough year for a lot of you. Next year is going to be even tougher. You need to make this change, and you need to do it now to, per- to preserve what you've already worked so hard for. And then, listen, once you've done that, Joey, you've got their back after that.
2: Yeah, once you've done that, I've got your back 100%. So I'm going to be calling you at the very minimum two times a year, probably more four times a year to chat give you a discussion of where we're at, what our portfolio looks like, and everything in between. And also, I'm always a text or call away. You want to chat with me, hey, Joey, what's going on here? What's, what's this? I have a question for that. I am an open book, complete transparency with my firm and I, and we are going to do right by you. You know, we're not a group of people just looking to get some assets under management, and then never call you again. Like I've been noticing with some of the listeners from KHNC, they haven't talked to their guy in three, four years. If they're not reaching out to you, why are you working with them? Why are you giving them that 1% every year if they're just going to sit there and make your account as aggressive as possible, hoping they can hit a home run or two, right? And I it's just, uh, no, I, I please you guys. you got to take some action. It's going to be a little bit of homework. But at the end of the day, you do this once, you get all those statements, that's all you got to do, and then we're done for the rest, for the rest of your career, the rest of your life, and through retirement. Then we're going to focus on, hey, how do we preserve our wealth in retirement? How do we spend our wealth down once we get there? How do we play the tax game the most efficiently to set ourselves up so that when we retire, we never run out of money? Or when we retire, we're able to leave behind a chunk of change for our loved ones, for our kids, for our beneficiaries. Or Also, how do we do estate planning? How do we make sure our assets go to the right people, How do we make sure we set up our legal planning? But it all starts with us doing something together and establishing that relationship, taking some action, and then we'll take it step-by-step. I know people get very overwhelmed by things, and I would too. That's why we focus on a step-by-step approach. Hey, let's do this first, get that done, connect in two months, get this next thing done, connect in another two months, get this other thing done, and then eventually, after a year of meeting with each other, we have everything set up you have retirement analysis shown to you that we're going to continue to update every six months because your life is going to change and then we're going to work together on wait what does retirement look like what do we need to save per month to get there or if we are are hitting our retirement goal what are some other things we can do tax efficiently to grow our money or to leave a tax efficient tax-free benefit to all of our heirs and beneficiaries now there's so many things we do with people But it's all about doing things step-by-step and getting one thing done at a time. We're not here to establish and do 20 things at once. That's not what we're going to do. We're going to take it easy. We're going to take it nice and slow. And we're going to do these things step-by-step at a time, walk you through everything, educate you on the entire plan. We are never going. Now, to one of the big differences, Joey, with
1: you guys and, and a lot of the others, like because I know, like as people get close to retirement, uh, they, they don't want to have the risk of the stock market, especially the, a lot of people, especially this audience knows what's coming, uh, and and they end up in in annuities, which can be really really good. Or really, really bad. A lot of these guys uh, out there in that type of business, right? They they charge huge fees, but they don't. You don't even know you're getting hit with these huge fees. You guys are a fiduciary, which is much, much different than a lot of these other people because they're only allowed to sell a couple of things, whatever it is their company wants, which is usually high markup stuff. You guys have access to everything.
2: Yes, we have access to absolutely everything and then we have the exclusive access to Northwestern Mutual products. I'm not necessarily fully employed by Northwestern Mutual, I'm just contracted by them. And the reason why I'm contracted by them is that it just shows that we, you know, we're know, we independent contractors, we have access to everyone's accounts, right? We can offer all products and we're not just pushing one thing, we're pushing what works best for your scenario and things like that. You know, the last thing we're going to do is make you do some things that that's not in your best situation. Like you said, we are fiduciaries. And so maybe an annuity is right for you. It takes the market risk out of things and it gives you like a pension. It just depends on your current situation. As you enter retirement, an annuity is a great solution to get yourself off the market.
1: Joey, I know you got to go. I know you got meetings. Give out that contact information. And this is your your personal cell phone number. They can call you. Uh, They can even text you uh, and say, hey, call me at so-and-so time, whatever it may be.
2: Yep, you can shoot me a text or a phone call. My number is 602-909-9048. Again, that's 602-909-9048. Shoot me a phone call. Shoot me a text. I'll get back to you as soon as I can, and I look forward to chatting with you and see if we can be a resource for you in any way. Uh, But thank you, guys. I appreciate you having me on, and enjoy the rest of your week. All
1: right, we'll see Joey again next week, and you can always go to 1360kcnc.com, hit the sponsor page, and find Joey's contact information there. Uh, But, Jason, news broke while we were on the air with Joey Amazon laying off 10,000 people and the layoffs are starting this week. And then Twitter, who we knew laid off 3,700 workers, what we didn't know, we found out uh, this this morning, they laid off another four to 5,000 what they call contract workers.
3: Yeah, and, and any mention of uh, firing of workers in early November, that's not a good thing. This is usually a holiday season. I mean, even even something like Twitter, you, you may have more business coming in just because people are going to consume your products more. So layoffs in the second week of, uh, of November, that's not a good sign, Joe. And I have a feeling you're going to be reading off a lot more as we get to Thanksgiving.
1: Yeah, this is corporate and technology jobs uh, according to Amazon and the layoffs are going to start this week. Uh, they're saying the total number is fluid, but it's going to be in that ten thousand range, and uh, that's that's about three percent of Amazon's corporate employees. Of course, nowhere close to. I think they have over a million employees globally. Uh, but but again, these announcements starting. Uh, to show up here. What we'll, we'll keep our eye on that because I think that's going to be one of the indicators of how quickly these rate hikes and how high we have to go. Uh, Goldman Sachs was out with a note this weekend, and it was, Jason, I'm going to tell you right now, I, I just got a feeling that these guys must listen to this show because they are saying exactly what we're saying, that the Federal Reserve – It doesn't have the tools to deal with the inflation, that they're going to have to stop raising rates because the economy's going to be in recession, the layoff tsunami they think is coming. But they said at some point, and this is a direct quote, at some point the Fed is going to have to concede it has no control over supply that's when we will start getting leaks. He's talking about leaks out of the Federal Reserve about raising the inflation target. So, Jason, this is exactly what we've been saying is, hey, they're going to raise these rates. It's going to put us into this recession slash depression. The problem is inflation is going to be a lot higher. And now Goldman Sachs says, listen, we just need to rip off the Band-Aid. You might as well just tell America our new target's 5%.
3: Yeah, it's very interesting. I mean, Goldman Sachs has an integral part of the '08 the crash and the uh, the 2000 crash. I mean, Lehman Brothers was considered a direct competition for Goldman Sachs, and and our last four or five presidents have had Goldman Sachs bankers in their cabinets, all of them, Republican or Democrat. So, anytime Goldman Sachs speaks, Joe, it makes me wonder if there's a little bit of infighting with these big banks and and the central bank. I mean, I don't know. If it, I don't really know how it all works specifically, Joe, but why do I get the feeling some of the big banks like J.P. Morgan and Goldman Sachs, maybe they're not 100% on board with a digital currency. Maybe they're worried about what's going to happen to them, right?
1: Uh, I'm, I'm going to say this. I think this is a little deeper. I think they know. Hey, listen, we, we could get, you know, maybe we can get another percent. Maybe. Maybe a percent and a half. But then... It's going to be to the point where we're going to have another financial crisis. That can't happen. So guess what? Hey, you're going to stop and, and let's just and again, this is what I call this is what they like to do, right? Let's start telegraphing these moves. Let's start giving everybody their six month notice uh, that we need to we need to start hearing about raising the inflation targets. Bad enough, two percent. Think about this, two percent. Every ten years they want your money to be worth twenty percent less. Right? So if you're making a hundred grand, well, guess what? You better be making what a hundred and twenty grand, otherwise you're falling behind. Well, now they're saying, hey, listen, two percent, that's forget two percent. How about five? At five percent in ten years. You need another $50,000 just to stay where you were. And, and Jason, these are the things that, that you and I have been talking about.
3: And what will usually happen if it keeps going like that, Joe, is it, the whole system breaks down and, and liquidity freezes up. And, and then you have a global monetary reset of some sort, or at least whatever countries are failing. And, and Joe, that's that's very likely where we're headed because you talk about the job losses. That's the the, the key indicator where the, the things are getting really bad. And then the the choice will be made. Like Goldman Sachs is like, well, they're going to have to stop. They're going to have to stop. Well, what happens if you stop, right, Joe? Then you go into that hyperinflation situation. I mean, to me, five, ten, fifteen percent on a year to year to year basis—that's that's a type of hyperinflation. It's low. That's a lot more money just in it's in, in one lot. decade. It's a lot of and, money. And
1: again, it's a lot more money because the minimum wage isn't $2 like it was in the 70s right the the minimum wage or the the average house isn't $26,000 the average car isn't 3 grand right so so now these numbers are even worse because of this and again they don't say these things just because Right, and, and there's two camps right now. You know what the two camps are? The two camps are, oh my God, the Fed—they're clueless, right? Uh, the the big recession's coming. The job uh, layoff tsunami is coming. That's one, and then you've got the other, which is, oh my God, the Fed's got to keep raising rates because the the bottom line is inflation is raging out of control, and if they don't get it anchored we're gonna have a big problem in either way both result in the same thing doesn't it jason which is people out of work with higher inflation and now goldman sachs is saying hey listen maybe the fed should not fight inflation remember because Jay paul's already on record and saying, nope they, we are going to fight inflation no matter what and, and again i think a warning like this from goldman sachs is saying listen you know what, no matter what is, we got another financial crisis, Jason.
3: It's it's hitting us right in the face, Joe, and right now it's in slow motion. But it'll it'll heat up and it'll get it moving really quick. And I saw a thing where a guy would say, hey, by the way, that, that lower CPI number, he's like, that, that, that number will start coming down. He's like, but it's not because the Fed's fixing it. He said that people are just not buying stuff. They're out of money. And then he said, you know what? Even if all the people start to run out of money, that's no indication for sure that the inflation will just stop. We could have a situation where everyone runs out of money, and the inflation just keeps on going, Joe. Can you imagine that?
1: Patriot Radio News Hour. We got a great special again today. Hold on to your hats. 800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason and and, uh, all of these things out there here's some good news uh president biden he's happy to let everyone know that uh now that he's talked to president g he doesn't feel like there's any intimate threat of china invading taiwan so uh, you know hey uh, i feel better jason about that
3: yeah i don't know it's a it's a that's a complicated yeah. uh-huh. situation america's already identified taiwan as a country being a part of china so i i don't you know, it's one of those things, Joe. Is, is you know,
1: Yeah. Again, right? Uh, we, well, we say that, but we don't really mean it. That that type I know. of a thing. You know, we're we're like mean girls out there. It's like uh, uh, Ukraine right now, right? The, we're the mean girls, and uh, Ukraine they want to be part of the club, and of course we're like, oh yeah, we're going to be nice to you, so you can do what we want. But the second we're done with you, we're going to throw you by the wayside. Uh, it's, it's 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 all all the same out there. But, again, I think here's the big thing. Because we're out there. I'm out there. You guys are out there. The housing market's dead. The car market's dead. Just I was just talking to my guy in the back again. Man, he is so sad. But let's not, let's not kid ourselves. It's busy out there. Restaurants got people in it. Uh, my, my aunt and uncle were here they actually live in california and they're trying to get out so they're they're looking to move uh here to arizona uh, michigan a few other places but these are california conservatives uh they're they're customers of patriot uh they were here this weekend and we were we were talking uh at at lunch we went to lunch and we were talking with our waitress and I won't name the restaurant we were at, but it was it was busy. And here's what she said because we were like, hey, you know, yeah, yeah it was busy. She goes, yeah, we were busy from here to here, but it's kind of dying out. And then she just got she got chatty with us, and she said, yeah, she goes, we're all fighting for shifts. She goes, we we've got too many employees. And we're all fighting for shifts. She goes, uh, we got this little, they got a little app at this restaurant where if you're, uh, don't want to work a shift, you, you just post it and somebody can grab it, right? And she goes, as soon as you get the notification, she goes, you respond. She goes, I'm responding in five seconds and somebody else gets it. She goes, that's how desperate we are. And I've got a feeling that this is kind of what it is. Cause on the outside, before, when I, we first started talking to her, like, yeah, I mean, it's kind of weird. Hey, people are busy, restaurants busy. And then once we got to really talking to her, she was like, "Man, we got too much help. Well, uh, we we are all battling for shifts." It, and Jason, I think this is kind of where a lot of places are at. Where, yep, it's still busy, but we got we're fully staffed, and you know what, uh, hours are getting cut. And pretty soon it won't take a lot where my, my worry is almost overnight. They went from busy to nobody.
3: Well, Joe, I think part of this is a, is a little bit of a mirage. Um, let's face it, everybody eats every day. So that's one thing you have that almost everybody does. I know there's some people, people are fasting out there, but, but everyone eats every day. So it's kind of like the uh, the analogy of the, like the 100 people in a cage. You got this huge cage, there's a hundred people in it. Doesn't look very busy. There's not a lot of people. It's a huge cage. Well, when you when you make the cage smaller, suddenly a hundred people. there it seems like there's a lot of people. After coronavirus, how many these restaurants, especially, close down for on Mondays and or Sundays and Mondays? Less days open. They're not open till midnight. They're only open till eight or nine o'clock. And Joe, I think when you squish it all down into a smaller time frame of when you can go out to eat, it seems a lot busier than it really is, Joe. I think it's a little bit of a mirage.
1: Yeah. So it's going to be interesting how this plays out. But we've got gold up here, another $5, dollars seventeen seventy-five. dollars Silver getting ready to, cre- uh, it's already crested $22 uh, once today. Right back at it again here, $21.97. And Jason, you made a, a buy up there uh, late Friday. We've got a really great opportunity in silver, because right now, I don't care what it is, it is so hard to buy any silver for under $30. It's almost impossible. Uh, silver Eagles, right, you're looking at $40 plus, uh, but we've got a, an assortment, we've got 40 Ten ounce silver bars, uh, and these are assorted. They're 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 all different kinds. There's Atmex silver bars. There's Scottsdale silver bars. Uh, there's 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 all kinds of them, but they're ten ounces a piece. We've got forty of them. We're we're talking about the cheapest price anywhere. They're two hundred and seventy dollars a bar. If you buy 10 bars or more, $265. So that's $27 an ounce. If you buy 10 or more, or if you buy 100 ounces, uh, $26.50. And then, Jason, we also have uh, 40 rolls of rounds.
3: Yeah, even. And, and the. Yeah, 42. I got actually, I was scraping them all together. There's there's all different kinds of silver rounds. Some of the the rolls have different rounds in them. They're all one ounce silver rounds. Uh, There are some of these prospector ones and some buffaloes, but very, very mixed, just like the 10 ounce bars, Joe. And and so on these rounds, those are going to be
1: 20 ounces in a, a roll, $27 if you buy 10 or more rolls twenty six dollars and fifty cents and when you're looking at silver right now at twenty two dollars jason you're talking about buying these things at below cost
3: yeah and how much is that for 10 rolls I'm, i was trying to get that in my head it's 540 for a roll so how much would 10 10 yeah, so, uh,
1: 540 a roll if you buy 10 rolls the the, the it, it goes down to five thirty a roll or fifty three hundred dollars for ten rolls.
3: There you go, man. That's 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 you we know, we've had some of these silver specials sprinkle in over the last few weeks and they usually get bought up pretty pretty swiftly. So I would very, I very
1: quickly. This was this this was a a walk through our door uh type of a thing. You know, this is what happens. You know, when you're you've been in business as long as we have, uh, you get these things. Uh these are all live in Colorado. We'll ship them down here to Phoenix. We'll we'll have them in Phoenix uh before the end of the week. If you're in Colorado, you can pick these things up as early as today. Uh, once again, ten ounce silver bars at two hundred and seventy dollars per bar. Uh, that's twenty-seven dollars an ounce. If you buy ten bars or more, it's twenty six fifty or two hundred and sixty five dollars. And then we've got uh forty plus rolls of rounds, five forty a roll, twenty seven dollars. Five ten rolls or more, five thirty a roll. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Pick the radio news hour. We'll be right back. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two.
3: Another great silver special here and joe let Listen, me let me jump in real quick we say the number all the time because that's the number to call so i got people calling here in colorado cuz you said I, I i don't make the invoices here i can't set you up please call 800 800- Nine five one zero five nine two, and that makes it easy because the girls that work in Arizona—that's our office—they get the invoices to me. I can still call you in today, but uh, it doesn't help, and uh, I don't have any radio personnel answering phones just yet. And I'm uh, on the break, Joe. I had a couple people say, "I want that special." I was like, well, call the eight hundred number. So I—I uh, I don't think these will last very long, Joe.
1: Yeah, eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Listen, don't wait. The bottom is in and gone. We are going to see. Significantly higher prices uh, because the the dollar has peaked here. We are on our way towards the end of rate hikes. And unfortunately, I think it's going to be an ugly end. Uh, so, so be prepared here. How about this? Fred, FedEx Freight, the largest carrier in the country. So you think about all the trucking companies. FedEx Freight's the largest. They said that they are going to start furloughing what they are calling an undetermined amount of drivers starting in early December? That's that's peak Christmas time. But FedEx just says, listen, we got too many drivers, not enough freight. They're saying that their trucks aren't full Uh, there's so, uh, furloughs are going to start, uh, in early December for FedEx freight, and the furloughs to last a minimum of 90 days. But don't worry, because you can get your health benefits and file for unemployment. Uh, that's going to be, yeah, unfortunately, the difference in pay, uh, quite significant. And then Disney says that it is in a hiring freeze and now expects to add some layoffs to it. Uh, Disney did not give details, but again, Jason, these are two big employers, uh, both saying the same thing. Hey, we got too many, we got too much help.
3: Yeah, I uh, I remember in 2021 when all the car lots were empty. Okay, and there was you know it's like oh you just there's just a shortage and all the shortages right and. And that's where the inflation started and uh, then about a couple of months ago i saw uh, i was watching some videos on uh, these these auction lots especially in california but these auction lots across the country and they're full full of cars right tons of cars and joe just a like you're saying there was fedex trucks and amazon vans in these lots being sold off obviously they don't need them they must not be using them joe that's a huge indicator that there's a slowdown in shipping
1: Yeah, Lale Lale Brannard, she's the she's the next head of the Fed. She was out saying that interest rates still need to go higher. Excuse me there. Pointing out the need to take rates above the four point six percent. Now in fairness, she claims that she used pencil. On this 4.6% number in September, Jason. So, you know, it wasn't in pen, it was just in pencil uh... But we need to go higher than that now. It's kind of laughable because we're at three eight and change, you know, between three seven five and four. Everybody knows in December that's a half of a percent, so that puts you at almost four and a half. So th- that means another rate hike. We like we said in February, and you know we got to go higher than that. So look for one in March. Like I said, I've already told you May is my day. I'm, I'm thinking that May is the day we're going to get the talk of. Uh, no more rate hikes and, and, of course, recession and, unfortunately, the raising of the inflation target because, believe me, inflation is going to be a heck of a lot higher than 2% in May.
3: And that's right, Joe. So as far as those rates, I I, I think I'm pretty close to where you're at. But I, I think it's very possible if, if they can keep their uh, inflation numbers going down, let's say the next uh, the December CPI is like 74 four. They do the half-point raise in December. They might only do another half-point in February. They might stop. I think February, we're going to see some massive problems in the economy. There, I think there, there are
1: words now, and I, you know what? I, I was just too early because she must still be talking. Word is now. And this is Leo, Bernard, Brainerd, whatever it is, the vice chair. She's next. It may soon be appropriate to move to a slower pace of rate hikes so this is different right right now we're in this we're raising rates every six weeks now we've already said we're going to slow the pace of the rate hikes every six weeks now Leo Brannard is saying hey listen we may be getting to the place where we may need to take a pause. That is a big change, Jason. If there is a pause before, say, March, we're going to have much higher gold and silver prices much sooner than I thought.
3: Yeah, Joe, just if their inflation numbers, the the ones that they're they're, they're cooked, but if they they look lower, the CPI gets lower in, in December, stays low in January, I, I could see the fifty point rate hike in December, another fifty or even a quarter point in February if things are blowing up and that's it, done. Like Well they must it. be seeing
1: something again. get. I, I gotta believe they are getting notifications. It's gotta be jobs. It it has to be yep. that they're they're seeing a dramatic increase because now th- this is this is the first time I'm seeing it and who I'm seeing it from. Right. This isn't a non voting member. This isn't some guy that wants to pretend that they're, they're uh, a super dove out there, which Brainerd is a super dove. But this woman carries a lot of influence outside of Janet Yellen and Jay Powell. She's the next most important person and she's out there saying, Hey, I'm already starting the, the whisper campaign. Hey, we, we may need to pause. How bad is it? Because that's not what they've been saying all along. What happened to them? We're fighting inflation to the death. Yeah. 800 592 Get the silver. Do it now. We'll be back. 800 592 Patriot Radio News Hour again. This is, this is it. You're, you're not going to get very many opportunities to buy any type of silver for less than $30. You're just not. And we're talking about 27 here. We got 10-ounce silver bars at $27. And, Jason, these are nice. Nice, nice yep. silver bars, clean-looking silver bars. You buy 10 or more, uh twenty-six fifty or $265.00. Uh if you buy ten or more ten ounce silver bars, remember we only had forty to start with. And then we have the rounds. Uh we we've got some cool looking prospectors. We we've got the Buffalo Rounds. We we got uh just a, a, a mix and match of these different types of rounds. Same thing. That twenty seven dollars in the rounds it's twenty ounces, so five hundred and forty dollars. If you buy ten or more rolls of rounds, you save. You save ten dollars a roll, Jason, at five thirty.
3: Yeah, that's right. And and if you buy more than one roll of the rounds, I'll try to make sure the prospectors I think are the the, the coolest ones. But we don't have enough for everybody to get one. So anybody that orders multiples, I'll make sure you get one of those because they're just they're just cool they as the uh, the old west store. Yeah, for these us. are
1: the prospectors. Uh, I want to say Providence made these. Uh, they got the the. The miner uh, with with uh, you know I call it like a staff in his pan with the donkey in the background and then the other side it's got that old western town these things are sweet looking uh, absolutely and 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 again a lot of these rounds are always pretty cool looking so eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two I mean, these were something, we'd be $27 for, for $4 ago. I mean, silver was $18. It's now $22. Uh, Leo Brannard is still talking, and she's talking about the Fed has changed its focus. Wow, that happened fast. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, <laughs> uh, not that focused on inflation. Says the Fed is focused on potential spillovers from rate hikes. Spillovers. <laughs> what are you talking about,
3: spillovers? I wonder if she was given permission to have this speech. I wonder if she's going to get uh, uh, punished for the well, same this. Well, again,
1: this, again, it is who is giving it. If this had been, you know, one of the non-voting members just doing a dovish talk, because the Fed does that. Okay, you go out there and you say this, and then you go out there you say the exact opposite, and then we'll be right. At least one of you is going to be right. No, this is coming down. From the vice chair here, obviously something has changed.
3: Yeah.
1: Something has changed in the data that they're looking at. And it, and it's not inflation is down to 7.8% or 7.7%. That's not what she's talking about. When they're talking about spillovers, there's really only a couple of things that that could mean. Jobs lo- job losses. And people stop paying their bills. Those are the two spillovers that you would get from rate hikes, Jason.
3: Yeah, we live in this modern society where information is into instantaneous, but these economic indicators are always a month or two behind. So somebody's got them, Joe. I mean, it would, the, the the Rothschilds had the fastest horses, which brought news of the defeat of of napoleon in the battle of waterloo and what did the rothschilds do they walked around like they lost the battle everybody sold everything they bought it for pennies on the dollar and they owned england after that that's that's what they do joe eight hundred
1: nine five one zero five nine two silver bars and silver rounds twenty seven dollars and if you buy ten or more twenty six fifty by the way uh... silver bumping right up on twenty two dollars right now